Hey, I'm Andy, and in this episode, we're going to talk about the fact that I got COVID, had COVID. I got it. I had it. I don't have it anymore. I caught the virus. In this episode, we are going to talk about the fact that I got COVID, what it was like, and what I learned from that experience. We've been saying on this podcast that we talk about life, uh, the Bible or spirituality, and healthy relationships. And today I'm just going to talk about an experience that I had, and that was walking through having COVID. Uh, a lot of people talk about symptoms, the fact that there's a variation of different symptoms that people have, and uh, I thought I'd just take a little bit today and share what that was like uh, for you guys. Now, I will say this, that I know several people who've also dealt with having COVID-19, and here's the thing. I know people that had way less symptoms than I did, and I know that there are people that have had way more symptoms than I had, so I'm not saying by telling you what I dealt with that if you catch it or uh, if you catch it that you're going to experience what I did, I'm just saying this is what it was like for me. And for me, I had what most people would consider mild symptoms. I had, I had pretty mild symptoms. Um, when it first started, when I first got COVID, I um, honestly just felt exhausted. It, it kind of snuck up on me. I didn't have a fever at first. I didn't have a cold. I didn't feel like I was stopped up. I could taste and smell everything. Uh, I just was exhausted. And that was like the first sign. Actually, I have a friend uh, that lives here in Oregon that kind of had this same experience that when he first got it, he just felt tired a lot. And I felt kind of tired the day before I went and got tested. I woke up that morning um, and did, did work as usual. And then I came home I took a nap just because I felt tired. And when I woke up from the nap, I realized that I had several symptoms that I didn't have before that nap. I woke up, I had a fever, I had a runny nose and, and some other issues as well. I went and got a rapid test, which they say is like 50-50 accurate, but it seemed like a good idea at the time. So that's what I did. They told me before I even got home that I was positive. And so I quarantined for two weeks and in the midst of me getting it, uh, my whole family basically got it. My wife had very similar symptoms about 48 hours later. Uh, and so we quarantined. Uh, and and just kind of did that for a while, which was pretty interesting when you have two little kids uh, and you're also trying to work from home. It was it, it was chaotic. But my symptoms were this. I felt like I had a cold. Um, I ran a fever. I felt exhausted and achy. Uh, and then what's weird is a lot of people, the first thing that they notice is that they lose sense of smell or sense of taste. I actually didn't lose sense of smell or sense of taste uh, at all until after my fever had stopped. So I was about halfway through my quarantine before I lost sense of taste or smell. Now, it came back for the most part pretty quickly for me. I, it wasn't anything super crazy. I lost sense of smell pretty intensely uh, for about five days. 
and it still doesn't feel like it's quite back to normal, but I feel like I can smell stuff now. So hopefully that'll kick back in normal gear. On a side note, there's a person that I know that is, uh, she's a friend of ours, and she told me that after her COVID experience, she lost sense of smell too, and that she was doing something called smell therapy. That's that sounds like the most placebo thing I've ever heard of in my life. But she's doing smell therapy. If you're watching this, you know who you are. I think smell therapy is bullcrap. So just throwing that out there. But it's funny. Smell therapy is apparently a thing. You know who you are. You know who you are. So what did you get out of COVID-19? That's a question I've been asked several times through this process. I don't know why, but it's a question that people ask. And there's a few different things that I think I gleaned from uh, going through this. And one of those things is that I'm not Superman. And I know what you're thinking. And you're correct. I'm about 40 pounds north of being super anything. But that's not what I'm talking about. I think a lot of us, uh, especially guys that are like my personality, that are fairly aggressive, uh, maybe maybe you're real passionate about your work and your family and you just continuously go, right? Like you're just always on the go. I think a lot of people that are wired like me, we're, while we were concerned about the virus, we wore masks, we sanitized our hands, uh, we washed our hands after we went to the bathroom, which by the way, if you weren't doing that before COVID-19, what's wrong with you? Anyway, um, I think that for a lot of us, we kind of um, forget that we're human, right? We kind of forget that we're people and that we can be taken down pretty quickly by a sickness, right? Like we, we are not Superman. I am not Superman. And as much as I wish I could just battle through anything and just always get through it, there's a reality that my body is imperfect, that, that my health is imperfect, and that I need to be responsible to take care of myself. And oftentimes, those of us who are aggressive and maybe passionate about what our work and what we do, a lot of times, we'll neglect our health. We'll neglect rest. We'll neglect um, a bunch of different areas in our life in order to get the job done. And I'm definitely guilty of that. Uh, I'm what I would consider a functional workaholic. I love my job. I'm passionate about being able to be an executive pastor at a church. I love my church and, and I want to be somebody who serves the church well. But sometimes that comes at a cost of me not taking the best care of myself. And what this showed me is, you know what? I need to take better physical care of myself. And I need to do things proactively to make sure that I'm in the best health possible. Now, even if I was in the best health possible, I still probably would have gotten COVID. It's it's statistically a high possibility. Anyway, it was probably going to happen. But I needed to be reminded that I'm not Superman. The next thing that I was reminded with having COVID-19 or being out with COVID-19 is how important a Sabbath is. Now, this has actually been something that my wife and I have been working on in our own family for the last probably year and a half. And that is establishing a day that is a family day to where it's just for us. 
And if I'm honest, uh, we were doing pretty good about this before uh, COVID hit. But because of all of the chaos with everything during COVID-19, I would say that we, we slacked off on it. And I didn't really become aware of how much we'd slacked off on it until I had some days where I was down and I really began to think about it. You know, there's something very powerful about Sabbath. Um, you know, it's not about resting from work, uh, but it's about resting and and choosing to believe that God is the provider that that even provides work for us. That that is who God is. He is ultimately our provider. And just like those who who believe in the principle of the tithe, that you tithe the first, the Sabbath is all about giving the first back to God and saying, God, I trust you with everything. I trust you with my job. I trust you with my family. I trust you with my marriage. And I'm going to give the first of my life back to you. So Sabbath has looked a, a couple of different ways for me. Number one, we've been a little bit more specific about making a day on our weekend, our Sabbath. Now I know that that's counterintuitive because I just said that the Sabbath should be like the first much like tithe. And it should be. But for me, because I'm a pastor, Sunday is actually a work day for me. I, I work on Sunday, whether I'm preaching or I'm just serving in different capacities. I'm pretty busy on Sunday. It's not like going to church like it might be for you. So for me, my Friday, Saturday time is typically uh, what you would consider Sabbath going into the work week. So for us, we've been a lot more uh, particular about typically Saturday is the day that, that we stay, we spend time with our kids, we, we spend time with our family, and for the most part, that's where we've really locked in. Occasionally, we'll switch it to Friday, but for the most part, Saturday has been that time that we've been pretty sacred about it. And when we get overly or scheduled, I almost said overly cautious, overly scheduled, and when we get overly scheduled, uh, my wife is actually pretty good about saying, hey, remember, Saturday's family day. It's Sabbath day. It's the day that we're just going to be together. And it's actually been really helpful. And it is nice because we can alternate if we need to. Uh, like for instance, I know this weekend we've got some stuff that couldn't be avoided on Saturday. So we'll do that on Friday. But it's a good rhythm for us to be in to just be together as a family and, and honestly give a portion of that to God. The second thing that I've done is this. So since quarantine was over, I've kind of changed up my rhythm. I get up in the mornings, I shower, get dressed, get ready to go to work. But before I do any work, and even before I try, before I check email, I pop some headphones in, I grab a Bible, and I listen to audio and read scripture. I've worked really hard to make that the first part of my day. And and look, I know that some people say I'm not a morning person, I'm not, I, I'm not uh, really awake in the morning, but I want to encourage you. If there's a way for you to figure out how to read the Bible and spend time with God prior to checking your email and prior to just getting busy, uh, there's something powerful about doing it first. And look, I'm not perfect at it. There are days where it doesn't happen first, but I try the majority of the days for that to be the first thing that I do. 
The third thing I learned in COVID is this, that family time has just become a bigger priority to me. Now, it's been a bigger priority or an increasing priority over the last year and a half. It's been something that's really weighed on me. But uh, I think that just being down for a couple of weeks and getting to spend that extra time with my kids really lit a fire in me to want to be with my kids. If I'm honest, and I think if you've got kids, you probably can relate that sometimes spending time with your kids feels like work. Uh, when we're tired, when we're exhausted, maybe from some other compartment of our life, it can feel like work. But getting to just be down for two weeks and being closer around my kids for a longer period of time has really helped me desire to be with them more. It's it's put a light in me to want to come home um, as quickly as I can from the work day and hang out with them at night before they go to bed and spend extended time with them on the weekend. And the more that I'm intentional about it, the more excited I get about it. It's when it's unintentional and it just kind of happens that it doesn't seem uh, to, to fill me, but it drains me. But when I'm intentional about it, it changes. And I think that there was something just about being home in that season of quarantine that, that really helped me remind myself, man, this is one of the most important things that you have in your life your kids. I love my kids and my kids are awesome, but it's easy sometimes, even when you love your kids to feel irritated or bothered because they're just crazy sometimes. But when I'm intentional with that time with them, it seems to make a big difference. The other side of spending time with family is not just kids, but my wife, that there's something about being intentional about spending time with your wife that makes a difference, not only for you and not only for her, but in your relationship together. One of the things that I actually enjoyed about being quarantined is that my wife and I did some indoor date nights. We got our kids to bed and we did some things like we ordered out from a restaurant, cost me like 25 bucks, and we watched a movie in the house. Actually, true story. I put on our takeout menu that, you know, they've always got like a special memo or special instruction place. I put on the memo, we have COVID, we're in quarantine, drop my food and run for your life. And they literally did. They got here, they dropped the food. And before I opened the door, the guy was like 50 feet from our house. It was great. Uh, but we ordered some food in and we just ate together and watched a movie together. Um, and I, I know that it sounds silly, but it was really nice to have those consistent times together. And I know that's what some of you are thinking. Uh, you think that watching movies together is not quality time. And I beg to differ. I love hanging out with my wife and just watching a movie together. And we can talk through it. We can laugh. But it's just being together in that moment. We also played some chess, which... My wife kicks my butt in chess. Like, it's kind of embarrassing. I think I've won maybe like one. It's like a one to seven ratio of me winning versus her winning. It's kind of painful. But it is what happens. Anyway, just spending time with my family has made a, a big difference, both with my wife and my kids. I guess that you could take everything I said and put it under one umbrella, and that's this that priorities matter. And, and while I have a propensity to be a little bit of a workaholic and, and focus on those things, that there are other things that as important as my job is that matter more. 
God matters more. My relationship with him matters more. My family matters more. And learning to balance those things consistently are a big deal. It's not something that I thought I would have necessarily learned through quarantining, but it really gave me time to adjust and and have proper perspective. I have a friend that is in a similar stage of life that I'm in that I heard him say it like this the other day. He said, when your kids are small and you're a young father, that your days are long, but your years are short. This is actually a great picture of what it looks like in the season of life that I'm in. Because days do seem long sometimes, but I can't believe that we're already in 2021. I can't believe that we're already done with 2020. It seems like 2020 began five seconds ago. And if I'm not careful, I'll miss out on the the things that God desires to do in my life in this season and the relationships that God has already provided me in my wife and in my kids in this season. I wouldn't have thought that I would have learned all of this and been reminded of this by being sick. And I don't wish COVID on anybody. But it's amazing how God will take something so small uh, like being sick and allow it to be something that gives us a different paradigm. And I don't think that in 2021, I'm going to be a perfect dad and a perfect husband. But what I do know is this, that after these reminders, I know this, that I'll be closer to Jesus because of it. And I'll still be a better husband and a better father because of it. Still won't be perfect. But thank God he gave me the opportunity to reset and recalibrate going into this new year. Well, I hope that this has been uh, encouraging for you and maybe thought-provoking for you to think about 2021 for yourself. And that's my, my hope for you, that, that you would be intentional with your family and with your relationship with God and with t- choosing to take a Sabbath in this year. Well, until next time, I'm Andy. Thanks for watching the Andy McMillan Podcast. Mm-hmm.